0: And it's Thursday with Arnie.
1: I'm Reginald Grant. I'm Arnie Castell. What's up? We have a special guest today, Kendall Glass-Felix of the ABA New York Harlem underdogs, number 45 on your roster. What's up, buddy? Well, <laughs> how, how are you guys? How are you doing, buddy? That's that's what it's all about. That's 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 why we're here. We're here to live it. You know, and I uh you know, I've been doing a little bit of thinking. I've been reading a book that got me uh uh thinking some more. One of our other associates, a young lady by the name of Michelle bought me a book, the second edition of You Are a Badass. And when I've been reading it, they were talking about our fears. And literally, if you treat a fear like a living entity, it'll be better for you. (laughs) Basically, if you run away from your fear, guess what? It's going to follow you. But if if you run at your fear, it don't like that. It doesn't know what to do. And that's how we have to treat not only our lives, our business, whatever it is, but it's our life. That you, if you treat it like that, and if you look at a fear, like, you know, I have all these, and we all have our little fears of things. Some people are afraid of spiders or snakes right. or roller coasters or whatever. And you know, clowns. something. Clowns. I don't like clowns. Are you kidding me? I try and get I away from them. I, don't, I, don't like, I, don't I remember like the Seinfeld clowns. episode. <laughs> and, but these are the things that you we need to confront them. Rather than because they'll manifest themselves and they'll get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they will then interfere with the way we're living it they'll interfere with us and and our daily processes of of how we want to really be happy and and it's just something else, and something else she said was excuses, which really got to me. She was saying excuses are points of our challenges that we can't do. So we make an excuse. And these excuses are used as a reason why we failed. Oh, you know something? I didn't fail that test in school. It was the teacher who did it. It (laughs) was everyone else. And that's exactly what it is. It's you shirk your responsibility. And, you know, when you confront that, you'll find you feel so much better about yourself. When you look in the mirror. Absolutely. I was telling somebody that, you know, in the course of my lifetime, I've pitched a lot of ball games and I've lost a lot of games, but not once. And I can honestly say that. Did I ever walk off the field hanging my head? I walked off feeling crappy if I lost a game. But... I can honestly say I've emptied the tank all the time in all my games. I gave everything I got. Sometimes it's just not good enough. And you have to learn also to accept that. But, you know, you're an athlete. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Sometimes somebody beats you. Somebody will just beat you. No matter what you do, they beat you. They got you. It was their day. They got the number. Yeah. Exactly. And... So and you walk off. I'm never going to make an excuse. I don't want to make an alibi because I I can look in the mirror and say, I gave everything I got. And if you say that and if you incorporate that in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in every aspect of why we're on this planet breathing, you're going to be a happier person then if you're always looking at the reason why someone else is doing something that you want to do, but you're not doing it. And you didn't do. Yes. And you didn't do. And that's, right. you know, that's pretty much the way it is. Like, look at you, you're playing. So you're still playing a professional ball, you know, right. and uh, you're loving it and you're not a person of excuses from what I know and met you and and you, and you do it. And, you know, and, and yet, you know, like if you and I played a one-on-one game, you'd walk off saying, "Wow." You
0: gotta take it easy on me, Artie. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
1: what I was gonna say. I I, I, I dunk over you. <laughs> yeah, right. Only in your brain. Yeah. No, no, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. And it would be, you know, no matter what it is, you you just gave everything. I, uh, you know. I tell people that the best pickup game I ever played in was with Julius Irving, Dr. J, and me against Wendell Ladner and Rick Barry. And Rick Barry, who's- Oh, this is the Rucker Park, right? Well, yeah. Uh, no, no, this was at- No, no, no. This First one was at- starts. This one was at Nassau Community College, the the, the field house. Because that's where the no. Nets were playing, and I was working out in the winter. That's where I used to use the field house, you know, to get ready for spring training. And I knew the doctor. And so he asked me if I wanted to play in the game, of course. And I got to tell you something. Rick Barry's stepping on my sneakers. He's grabbing my jersey. And I wanted to punch him, except that he's 6'8", 6'9". And, you know, he knocked me on my butt. But I respected that. He does not want to lose. And he was never going to lose. And then I remember the doctor saying, Arnie, I want you to shoot more. I go, Doc. I shoot and all of a sudden I see a hand pin it up against the board. I don't want to do that. You shoot and and, and we'll walk off as winners. And it was just, but these are the things you get your, you involve yourself. Successful people also involve themselves in situations that they, they force themselves to rise to the occasion. You know, what are you going to do? Play underneath yourself? No, you want to play the best of the best. I'm sure you love playing against somebody who's got the reputation of being, you know, the top dog in the league. I love Absolutely. that. When I see I'm a hitter, when I, I, I always
0: tell people, man, bring your bring your
1: game, not your name. Yeah. Like sometimes you can get in your own head or in your own way
0: because you feel, you know, you get caught up in all the hype of who you are, how well you've
1: done. Or yeah, there's nothing
0: wrong with confidence. Like I never. Oh no, no,
1: no! Absolutely. But, it's you're interesting say, to what like, you're I, saying. I, I wouldn't care if you were LeBron James, who's was, yeah.
0: was a class act. If I do say so myself, like I, I bumped into him a couple of times. He's a really great downer of guy, man. Complete humanitarian. Nothing but respect for the guy. But I wouldn't care if you was him. If you were him in front of me, I you'd you gotta be LeBron today. You gotta. You gotta. I'm just saying. No, no, no. And the one thing I can say about him as far as his consistency, that man is usually Le- like LeBron. Like, every yeah. day. So I will give it to him. You know, as far as just, you know, my shout outs to that man and what he does. And I can see how he's instilling some of his values in the sun as well. Like, I'm really, really proud of how far i LeBron come along. And he was doing a, a great job. I went to his game the other day in the Staples Center, the last time I saw you guys. You know yeah. One of my own. One of my kids were, you know, was playing against him too. He plays for Christ the Kings, and he's been doing a really good job as far as like his work ethic as well too. You know, so just from someone who you know I, I train guys, or an athlete myself, and things of that nature, I can always respect just how much work a guy puts in as far as his game. And even you know, a, a, an even bigger respect and a, and a tip of my hat off to LeBron for the things that he's been able to manifest off of the court. You know, like one of the I became his hugest fan. You know, even before he opened up the I Promise School, but man, when he opened that up, that was like one of the biggest dreams I've always wanted to do. Like, you know, start businesses and, and find a way to have multiple streams of income coming in so I could be in a, in a position to get back. And one of the things I've always wanted to do is open up a learning institution, especially one that can give better education to inner city kids in urban communities. Because let's be honest, like, the funds are the end all, be all of everything. Like, that's, that's the reason why some of these things don't happen the way we would like them to. Or, you know, certain kids would have the education we would like them to have. And I think that that's you know, that's, that's important.
1: Well, um, you so. know, it, it's funny Just how you, that, you talk about things. You wanted multiple streams, but you're still finding a way. I'm sure you're not bringing in as much money as you would like. You know, it's funny. Right. I, I have a specific charity that I always give to. When, and I always do it when I, nice. when I make some money in the market, and it's been tough for the last couple of months or whatever, but you know something I just said to myself i gotta I gotta give to them because it's to kids. uh The charity I like to give to is St Jude's Hospital, and my attitude is, if I watch television and I have to click off a commercial because I can't watch it. That's the one I have to get, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
0: you know. Yeah, I know. Especially St. Jude's, they get me every time. Like yeah. I have a brother, you, you know, literally. You know, unfortunately, you know, God bless his soul right now. Like he's, he's, he's struggling with leukemia. Oh. Know? So you know, it's even like I can almost like empathize with the kids that I see in those commercials in a way. Also, every time I see those St. Jude's commercials, I'm like, oh man, they get me. There's my wallet.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, and you know, and, and you know, what's funny, I, I always say to myself. You know, I hate needles and I hate when you, you know, I've been in the hospital and and you're on IVs and all this. And I look at these kids and they're not complaining. And then I'm thinking to myself, I always complain and bitch to the doctors. Oh, yeah. How long are we going to have the IV in me and all it is? Guess what? Here's four year olds, five year olds, and they're not complaining at all. They're confined. They got three different needles in them. And the only comfort they gave them is, is, is a little doll that they are or a toy, you know, stuffed toy. And, you know, you got to feel for that. And if you can't feel for that, you're not a human being. You don't deserve to be doing anything prosperous, you know, because the whole key for us. As human beings is to give back, is to make some other group or people feel good. And that's as, as what we're doing and we're talking about this now. And hopefully someone's gonna see it and they'll say, Hey, I gotta check out this Saint Jude's. And all I gotta do is see see the kids. And you know that, you know, when you're talking about your brother. And uh and but this is what it's all about. But I do wanna play a one on one game with you. <laughs> and I cheat. I'll find the way to win. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I'll step on your sneakers, I'll grab your jersey, you know. You gotta have I don't fun. Know. I, I wear a size 15, man. You step on my step, <laughs> you might break see, your leg. <laughs> well, <laughs> I remember when than it used to be. <laughs> I remember when we we took the picture of me standing next to you. I look like a midget, and and I, you know, and I complained so much about you know my height because I always wanted to be taller. And now I'm standing, and, right. I, and and I'm a big guy. I'm not, you know, I'm big, not huge, but but I look like a midget compared to you guys. And but it's got you got to have fun in this world. You got to be able to smile, laugh at yourself. And that's what it is. And, you know, and like I said, you know, and the excuses, you know, it's it, you know, what amazes me when I listen to even professional athletes and they'll say, wow, you won. How do you guys feel? Well, we feel great because nobody else gave us the the chance to win. Well, what do you care about? So. Uh, some idiot newspaper or a man's opinion or whatever you should care. Just, you felt like you could win. They never, you know, I, I just don't understand that me. I always, it's so, it's, go ahead.
0: It's so weird that you, uh, that you bring up chances to win, right? Because as far as that concept goes, like I was just having a conversation not too long ago with somebody and I was telling them about, um, you know, just speaking about basketball, and I really wanted to talk about art because I know that you're you're a great artist. Like I love thank, your work. Thank you. And, you know, Arnie, and you know, I've, I've seen a lot of the stuff that you do, and I appreciate the aesthetics of your art so much. I love art. You know, so but anybody, even if you're not an art connoisseur, like you can tell, you know, you're looking at something that's really great. Right. So you know, I love your art. And I just want to make sure I said, you know, I went out on the limb to say that, but it's so funny that you were talking about ways to win because, you know, I was talking to someone about, um. Was this guy's name? Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. And even um, though know, you know he's retired right now, believe believe it or not, you might not even know it. Like you know, he went number one, first overall pick. We all know Amari Stoudemire. thinks outside yes. the box. Like yeah. you know anything about Amari Stoudemire, that's that's his deal. So he's actually a huge connoisseur of art. And I was telling someone about art because you came up in the conversation about art, and I'm like, oh, I know this guy named Art. He's really good. And I started talking to him about a guy that I know specifically from Brooklyn. His name is Matt um, Madison Patterson. This guy is like one of the most amazing artists I've, I've ever seen in my life. I, I could not believe that this guy was not like known by everybody in you know, like this this guy is great. I think at one time he even had like a deal, or he was doing something, a collaboration with Louis Vuitton. I remember the last right. time I spoke to him, he was working on like a piece with Louis Vuitton. It's around the time when I was like touring with the Chatters. and I wasn't around as much in Brooklyn because you know, shout out Brooklyn, I'm from Brooklyn. Um,
1: <laughs> Rondazzo's. <I had> to...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta go. I didn't forget.
1: Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, this this guy matched me like I have been
0: blown away. But like the some of the stuff that he made, some of this—it's just like this guy's good. And and I've talked to him a little early, and I'm just like, well, you know, where are you with what you're trying to do exactly? Because I want to see more of you. And he's like, well, you know, it's just like anyone else. When you know your worth, you want other people to appreciate the way you do, and you yeah. want to be, you know, t- you know, taken care of properly that. You don't want to just put your craft anywhere. So, right. You know, exactly. His thing is, like, you know, he really just has dreams and ambitions of being able to see his
1: art. You know, you have visions of what you see yourself, or what you see yourself doing. Exactly. I've always seen myself playing a basketball
0: professionally, so I made that happen. Because, as you said earlier, it's not about excuses. No. Right? That's a, this guy, Matthew, Matthew Patterson, I'm talking about, he, does, he doesn't make excuses, none of this stuff. He's just a great artist that wants to take care of his family with his craft, like most of us do. You know, we want to be able to take care of our family with our craft and do what we enjoy to feed our family, not do exactly. something we have to do to feed our family. Exactly. You get know what I'm saying. So I, I I cannot wait. Like, if you ever want to take a look at that guy too, I believe his Instagram is Mathematics, Mathematics Patterson. I believe it is. Okay. This guy's a great artist, and I, I wanted to actually introduce him to him. Okay. okay, I would love you to are love exactly to talk a great artist, and I would love for you to just take just take a look at some of his work. And if you know anyone that can, anyone out there, period, that know that that can take a look at that guy.
1: Well, so I'm so learning combative. that now, Kendall. I'm learning it now about, you know, because uh, I'm experienced since I met Reggie. Reggie and I are trying to take my art to another level. And it's 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 happening. And uh, it, it's just it's a process of it. And, you know, it's really funny because when I look at some other people's arts, I, the way people paint, and uh, it blows me away totally blows me away the way some of these people can just operate like that and when I talk to right. someone exactly. I, I, and when when I talk to somebody and somebody calls me an artist sometimes I'm, I'm a little taken back if you called me a professional ball player I understand that but right. when you call me an artist right. it's, it's a new kind of for me and when then somebody will say to me one of the best things I ever hear is when they look at They'll see my painting and they'll they'll make a comment like, you know, I look at this and I see my grandpa, and wow, that just makes me feel beyond. When someone sees, or you might say, I see my child in there, or I see myself when I was, you know, in in, in, in the in the school grounds in Brooklyn, and you know, and it just makes you feel good. And by the way, in in the in the day of baseball, today is Sandy Koufax, who was my idol of idols. 86th birthday. Koufax. Is
0: this Sandy's birthday
1: today? Yes. 86 years old. I just put a, I did a painting. I did, oh, a few, I do, I've done a few paintings of his. Of, Is uh, that of the him.
0: one where he's like serving up to get ready to pitch?
1: Yeah. yeah. He's just standing there and he's I got his, you know, and it's, and that's, and it's just, see, these are the things. Koufax was, I, I still remember the first time I met him at Island Trees High School on Long Island. And I couldn't even talk to him. I wanted to ask for an autograph and I couldn't. The words didn't come out. I was in the I was in the presence of deity. He belongs, like to me, uh, you know, I got to meet Kobe Bryant and Sandy Koufax, Kobe Bryant, these kind of people, they're in a they're in a different league. You know what I'm saying? And when I first I met Kobe at a rehab center, the uh, Curl and Job rehab. It was Blake Griffin, Kobe, Kobe was there and Baron Davis and Kobe was a little standoffish. And I tell people that, but you know something, here's a guy who's literally the best of the best and he, you know, he's no nonsense. And then when the read, then we became friends when, when I, you know, cause he was like all by himself and then all of a sudden I'm working out, me Blake Griffin and, and Baron Davis, we all would compete against each other in the workouts. And uh, and what happened all of a sudden, I heard Kobe talking and he was talking to me and he said to me, oh, I heard you play baseball. I go, yeah. And then he said, I used to be a great ball player. I said, OK. And he said, I wonder. He goes, no, I don't wonder. I, I, I would get a base hit off you. I said to him, yeah. And your next time up, I would crack you in it's the like- earlobe. And uh, everybody started laughing. And then he said, and I bunt. (laughs) That's when I real I would chase him down the first baseline if he bunt that on me because I've had so many surgeries. Uh, But that's, uh, but you see, that's what it is. No excuses, no nothing. You go out, you play. Like, for instance, you know, like at the very end when I'm playing in these men's leagues, it's i can't get off the mound you know because of a ton of surgeries it's not an excuse because <laughs> guess, guess what if someone if i was playing against somebody like myself and i didn't feel like i could hit him i would bunt that's the way the game's played that's the game the game is part bunting so i'm that's not going right. to use that as an excuse
0: this listen this is what i'll tell you personally arnie right me personally, because I think most people who know me, but for those who don't know that I'm a vegan athlete, like, so and I would tell you, like, one of the things I used to feel in my body all the time as an athlete, I felt like being a vegan probably worked for us better than most people because of how much we need our protein and how the benefits of being a vegan and getting plants, like, protein for, for athletes specifically for me, from the research that I've done and from what I've seen, are, are better. Like, again, the way my body feels, it's like Ridiculously better, like that it's felt in years. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Like, there's no like certain pains I thought would never go away, like non existing, yeah, you know. And I'm like, and I know it's all because of what I'm eating. Because when I researched it, it told me this would happen, you know. So, when someone tells you, like, hey, eat this, you'll feel like this.
1: Like, as Mm -hmm. natural born Americans and as human beings, we're just like naturally skeptical, right? Yes, we we are believing, right? Like, prove it. To see it. No, I don't believe you. Let me see. Well you do it and let me see
0: you know like so I'm like, okay, it can't hurt me to try this for a week and see what happens. And once I call their bluff, it's back to the state, baby. Like yeah. that, that that's what I'm thinking in my head. And I was like, wow, a week of that stuff really blew me away and then a week two weeks two weeks or three weeks because I just, I naturally love how I felt as an athlete, as a person. I moved lighter. My chest never hurt. I felt but You know, like stuff like that. The, the inflammation, it's, the joints. It's it,
1: amazing how you're just like me. Nine. When
0: you're this big, when you're six nine, you're this big, they always tell you your
1: knees are going to hurt yeah. because of your height, how tall you are. So you're just thinking that that's why that hurts.
0: And then you don't realize that it had a lot to do with just the things that you're eating. So you of know, I, I drastically changed my diet. And it helped. And it might help you a lot too. As a matter of fact, there's a place that I'm supposedly soon to do some business with. But they're primarily based in. What part of Los Angeles are they in? I know for a fact they're in Los Angeles. They're
1: they're okay. Solely vegan, and you should try them out. Shout out to Solely Vegan. All right, I. I will she definitely because I'm, I'm one of those I'm people. I'm one of those people like you. I research, every, I take probably 40 to 50 pills a day. But when I say pills, I don't take drugs. I take everything oh, from Boswell. I take Boswell. I take tum- turmeric. I take uh, DHEA, NAD. I take so many different things to keep wow. me pumped and going and then of course i'll ruin it by eating some sugar which is the worst <laughs> of the worst i have to be so careful with what the sugar intake i that i use and i and Fine. these are the things and and i and i find things to lower my triglycerides i i will i i read everything and it's just you know i'm going to i'm going to be 70 years old in February, and I'm thinking to myself, and you know, I, I'm going to be throwing a baseball out right there. I'm going to go after somebody to throw, and I just love throwing. Oh, yeah, Most 7 year olds that are telling me what you're telling me right now, Arnie, are not saying, I will still throw a baseball. <laughs> oh, no. I, mean, I was asked. I was to die, asked. That's the Arnie we know and love. I was asked to pitch against a Korean national team and the only reason yeah and the only reason I didn't do it was my stuff is good enough but my reflexes because of everything else are slower and and you know something somebody's going to hit one <laughs> back at me and I won't get my glove up in time you know they're going to be bunting and that's going to get me mad. I, I'll <laughs> get mad. And of course, I'll come up and in, and we're supposed to be nice representatives. I don't give a flying rat's butt. You bunt against me, I'm putting it in your neck. And you know, just so that it, it, the next guy won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I know. I have <laughs> no choice. I think that's scary <laughs> to mess with anyone that can have that much of accuracy at
0: that much speed. Like I, listen, I I love my neck. You're not gonna. Yeah.
1: You're not gonna. I'm not gonna
0: anger the person
1: who's the pitcher, and he's not gonna put a. He's not putting the baseball on it. I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> you no, know, it's I, so I, funny. That be my best friend. I'll tell you what. So many people have come up to me that I played with, and would say, "Arnie, you didn't paint this." And I go, "What are you talking about?" And they would say, "Arnie, this is two little. It's two little girls and a puppy." They said. You were the meanest human being ever to throw a ball we were told as we walked up don't look you in the eyes because you would sense it as a disrespect right at your neck right at your neck I throw it and they go and now it's you're painting people. yeah two little girls and a puppy we don't we, we don't see that coming out of you
0: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: so cool, yeah but i can't let everybody know that though i can't I let know, everybody know I'm that keep it in mind.
0: <laughs> I'm going to keep it in
1: mind for our one on one. Yes. So when
0: you try to start trash talking me and bullying me around, but, hey, two girls
1: in the puppy, Reggie's cracking up laughing out here. But that's what it is. That's what so, it Kendall, is. So, Kendall, tell us a little bit about the projects you're working on. Yeah, right. Tell and, us about uh, your Give project. us a little quick
0: encapsulation uh, well, um, of something you're, you're working just, on right now that our it. audience needs to know about. Okay. Sure, sure. I mean, I mean this there's just so much going on, and I mean, and not to do a play on words, but I would be probably the closest thing to the epitome of a glass of all trades. To okay. Say it at least. Because, I mean, I, I'm definitely the type of guy who's the ground running, but I'm, I'm usually, like, a victim of me being, like, talented or, you know, understanding how, how many different things can work at the same time and understanding how, you know, you must strike when the iron's hot and things of that nature. So people will see me in several different endeavors and, you know, I love when I get the little know the little advice from people as if they're trying to like let me know like hey man you know you put your eggs to the baskets man things are probably gonna flourish to you and I'm like hey let me in- let me introduce you to me you know because you obviously never met me like I'm right. the type of guy like I think out of everyone I've even seen try to do something like that I think I'm the type of guy who can manifest something from trying to do multiple endeavors at the same time and watch what happened play with the New York Hall of Munderdoors. We're, we're in the building. <laughs> yeah. But I'm so glad I got to play with this franchise, man. Like, I love I love the hunger, the grit, and the tenacity that I get from this guy named Coach D, Coach Danny. You know, he's, he's real, real passionate and has a lot of fire in his gut about what he wants and the, and the type of action he wants for, you know, his players, and he kind of just wants to open opportunities and present opportunities, you know, that, that other players would, would, would know in no way, shape, or form have I guess if it wasn't for what he's creating. So in that aspect, I really love what he's trying to do over there. And he's done so much, you know. Like he's, he's like, you know, throwing games in the Barclays, and you know, he's he's just trying to like, I get get guys who are trying to play pro to realize, you know, that it, it can happen as long as you get the right exposure and you go through the right channels. So you know, I, I you know, I, I like what's going on over there with the franchise right now. And Where uh, is your
1: I'm home games played? Where do you play your home games? Uh,
0: Our home games originally took place in Queens, but because of COVID protocols, we've been um, temporarily uh, moved. So we're going to be, I believe the gym, if I'm not mistaken, is in Massapequa. Nice. Or New Jersey. So I I believe it's either in Massapequa, Long Island, or New Jersey, one of the two. But I know we've been contemplating about where a home um, court would be, but if I'm not mistaken... I believe it's in a it's it's in massive that would be so, you'll you'll have a great feeling game. game should be in that gym and it's on January ninth. so i'm I'm really excited about that as a matter of fact. I got a uh, practice tonight, and I know this one is going to be a
1: you know you know how it goes the first practice back from the holidays. Oh yeah, you know, run us into the ground. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, you know, make sure we're still in shape. Run us into the ground. I wanted of to course. get a like, little five mile jog in today before I went to practice, but you know I don't want to kill my legs too much, so I'll just stretch, you no know, no prep and things like that, and take it easy. But um, you're so, gonna do yeah, awesome.
1: I could feel it. You are going to do awesome. You're not gonna let any of that crap stop you. You know, if you gotta put a no. you gotta put void on someone's forehead by slamming the ball in their head, you're gonna do it. And that's what it's all about. All right, guys. So it's been a I pleasure, Kendall. You. Thank you so I much for joining Arne, us man. from New York. And I'm Reginald Grant, and it's been Thursdays with Arnie. I'm Arnie Costell. You, you can find me at arniecostell.com and my Instagram page, Arnie Costell. And how can they find you? How can Kendall? they find you, God, buddy? Oh man, I've got so many um avenues. Give uh, me one. On, um, give Instagram. us a good one. On Instagram, I'm
0: underdogclass45. If you want uh, any information about tickets or anything about the team or even sponsorship, it's really, really big. I've been getting a few people hit me up. They want to do some sponsorship um with the franchise. So just give me a DM and I'll plug you guys in. You business owners that and even people who want to do um also internships as well. Like we've, we've got an internship program here with our franchise. If you guys are just getting out of college, we know how that works. Get some internship underneath your belt, man, and get some-